0: This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the IOS App Store and find one of our locked-on rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports.
1: Wallet the win! Good!
0: You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello, women's basketball fans. We are back for another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. Last week was kind of a big one. We introduced new draft picks into the WNBA community. Not only any draft picks, but they were the draft picks of the 25th ever WNBA draft. So congratulations to everyone. Um, I did a quick Bonus episode if you haven't listened, so you get my live reactions. Um, and I'm sure we'll be talking about this, especially because teams are starting to submit. Their training camp rosters. So not every draft pick necessarily is going to make it all the way through training camp. Although the trend that we've been seeing now is that teams who just recently had draft picks are signing those picks and you're seeing other players be waived. Um, We saw Lexi Brown recently waived by Minnesota. T.R. Ruffin-Pratt recently waived by Los Angeles it's cutthroat. We always say it's 144 slots. There were roughly 136 slots that were spoken for in the WNBA. So not a lot of players coming to training camp, going through the draft, or even free agents on teams making these rosters. A few other things to note. Hanju. For the New York Liberty will not be reporting. We'll stay with uh, the Chinese national team uh, as this is an Olympic year. So we might see a few more of those announcements. Uh, It's fantastic. But today we have part two of my conversation with the fellas over at the Jersey Club. And uh, we have been talking about the WNBA Expansion Project. And so you heard all of the fellas talk a little bit about how they got into women's basketball, what projects they worked on, what uh, WNBA 2021 uh, jerseys that they liked the most. Now we're going to get a little bit more into the WNBA project itself. So I hope you enjoy part two of this special conversation with a group of designers and creators from the, the Jersey club, all of the links as usual can be found in the description and make sure you listen to part one. If you haven't already, we're going to hop right into the interview. Why don't we go to you, Ryan? Where did this concept and idea come from? You mentioned already the Milwaukee does. I remember that Arike Jersey, that was fire. So uh, what happens next?
2: Uh, yeah, so we had just been, we had been taking a break from doing projects just because like they're really time consuming. Um, but a couple, a couple weeks ago, actually, this we had a really quick turnaround in this project. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had just been talking about what we want to do for our next project, and someone had suggested WNBA, and we kind of just we all agreed that that was like a great idea because it just, I feel like there's never been more hype for the league than there is now. Uh, so we went with that, and then we just started brainstorming teams. And I don't know, if someone, wants to, if someone else wants to take off, take uh, <laughs> here hear it again.
3: Uh, we, yeah, somebody uh, mentioned the WNBA.
4: Tor, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Tor did. Yeah. Sorry, and, sorry, it's Thor. It's Thor sorry. <laughs> yeah, we know a guy named Thor. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you
4: pronounce his name? <laughs> It's, it's it's pronounced Thor, yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah. So
0: for the next interview, I know that, so I don't mess it up. Like, yeah, yeah. We we
4: have hard, six... Though, so to six in Europe, so it's kind of hard. for yeah. Him. Oh, yeah he's, he's
3: Norwegian. It's so uh, yeah. he's going to bed soon.
4: yeah <laughs> we he's a, he's bed now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: But so he mentioned uh, some WNBA and like getting a new project for that going so we just started running with that and then we spent probably the next it it basically just went on this hype train Mm -hmm. and then we just kept going and going and then we got we were originally like all right we're gonna get like maybe 16 teams and then someone mentioned well let's just double the current league and just size it down to 12. So that's what we decided to do. And what we did was we just picked cities that either had had an NBA, like a current NBA franchise, or was in a city that we kind of thought needed one. So, um, like orlando we chose was one of them and then some of them we did shift around like we talked about having a boston franchise but we moved that to toronto but the, um it it basically went just from someone um just mentioning it and then we just we just full steam went right through it
2: yeah i think I think the folder that we put on Google Drive for this project, we started that on March 24th. So this project wasn't even a full month long.
1: No. Yeah. And Ryan, Nick, and Lance really spearheaded the whole project. I mean, Nick started popping out logos like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, once we picked the cities, I will say, like, I even saw a tweet where someone was like, "Why does Cincinnati get a team? They don't have anything to do with basketball." Like, it's rigged. I'm like, it's rigged. It's like, rigged. It's rigged. <laughs> but, it should be Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I would say Ryan, Nick, and Lance really were just because a lot. The thing was with the timing, a lot of us were still doing personal projects mm-hmm. right in the middle of this. Um, but luckily, you know, with the draft coming around, we kind of all pushed in the past. What three or four days? Yeah, mm-hmm. The last three or four days, even getting that new template out that matched the WNBA graphic mm-hmm. for the, the three jerseys, we were like, okay, let's do that as well. Let's push this out. Casey was making templates, like, you know, just turning them out. And it just all culminated in the last three or four mm-hmm. days to really get this final project out the way that even Ryan did the presentation of just the whole, the, so the map. All the you know the jerseys the the swap the jersey swaps the court like all that stuff. So I would say Ryan Nick and Lance deserve a ton of credit for kind of pushing this through.
0: Yeah, and I'm pulling this up now. Uh, Oh, that's beautiful. You know, I mean, it's fantastic. (laughs) And what I I love is that you also have conferences, right? So we get conferences here.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, Uh, so we've got the Northwest Conference would be the Storm. The Portland Roses, which is the uh, and the San Francisco Seals, which are the teams we'll get into along with the Sparks. Then you have the San Diego Waves with the Aces, the Mercury and the Salt Lake City Slopes in the Central Division. When we get actual conferences again, I have a whole WNBA beef with how we have conferences, but they're not really used for, I have problems. Anyway, we're going to go back to y'all for for now. Um, Let's go back to this here. Um, So in the central, you've got the Lynx holding it down, the Wings holding it down, and they're joined by the Denver Gold and the St. Louis Spirit. So we go back to the Eastern Conference, the Sun, the Liberty, and the Mystics are joined by the Philadelphia Don Staley was mentioned earlier in this conversation. Yeah. Then in the Midwest, it was also mentioned Toronto was added. You know, everyone loves Huskies and women's basketball, or loves to hate them, depending on where you're from.
4: <laughs> 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 they join
0: uh, the Chicago Sky and the Indiana Fever, which we also mentioned in the Upside Down. Cincinnati Majesty, love Ooh. that. And the Southwest is Nashville, the Nashville Notes. Charlotte gets another team, but they're a rush this time. They join the Atlanta Dream, and then the Flamingos hold it down for the Southwest. I mean, I just love how innovative all of this is. I personally love that there are some cities that we in, in, in this, you know, theoretical expansion project that we return to. Mm-hmm. Um, including Philadelphia, not for the WNBA, but for women's basketball, there was an ABL team, um, in some of these cities as well, which I think is important to remember, or even before there was a league that predates even the ABL and some of these cities are very familiar to women's basketball. So absolutely love that. Um, <clears throat> When it comes, though, to, to these designs um, – so, Denver, let's go to you first on this one. Um, you know, what was your involvement? And uh, outside of anything that you specifically worked on, is there a, a team or two that you would, you know, 100% buy season tickets to tomorrow? <laughs> uh,
5: yes, yeah, so but I – With a lot of this project, I almost just feel happy to be here. Um, (laughs) A lot of people did a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, I did the Denver Gold um, branding and logo set. Uh, So I did the design for that, the logo, the word marks, um, and the colors for that. Um, Once I got added to the group, I'm from Texas. I'm a Mass fan, but I kind of became the guy that does all the Denver stuff uh, just by default. Um,
4: <laughs> it's because, uh, because,
1: because you picked Denver on um, the first project. You, you did that yourself. Yeah, well,
5: yeah. I by I mean, my own decision.
0: This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room, of course, is the first social media platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me and other fans and athletes and insiders in real time about your favorite sport, your favorite team, or just the latest sports news. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter account, and join the Locked On groups for the latest league updates. You can follow me at elindsay08, to be notified when I'm live on the Locker Room app. I'm really looking forward to activating Locker Room for a few women's basketball things coming up for the WNBA season. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. With the ever-increasing number of makes, models, it is now impossible to to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. That's where our friends RockAuto.com come in handy. RockAuto.com is that family business that has been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices. You prefer? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Type "locked on" in there. How did you hear about us? Box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Um, but yeah, so
5: I, I have a passion for branding. Um, that's kind of more the angle I come with to the group. Um, I don't do as much of the swaps in the graphics, um, but I kind of got into drawing and design just by drawing sports logos over and over. Um, so that was my involvement, was uh, the Denver Gold branding <laughs> and the NKC
4: shirt. I did that, I saw too. it.
0: Yeah,
4: let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he made that, so yeah,
0: that's fantastic. All right, so uh, is it uh, so would you buy then season two? Is Dem- That's your team like well? I have to, yeah. All right.
5: Um, <laughs> no, and I um, I wish we we kind of have a short list of teams that almost made the cut, and Austin was one of those cities. So I, I almost wish we got to do that. We'll um, but I would say, 30. do what
1: when we expand the third? We'll yeah, yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part we'll two. That <laughs> um, All right.
5: But one of the ones Here's I the really bottom love, bottom line, guys. <laughs> I really love how Nashville Notes came together. Uh, I thought that was. Yeah. Um, just the colors and everything, just the, the notes, obviously, the nods to music and national and everything, and the way the um, the guitar pick was incorporated and just the beautiful script and everything. Um, I really love how that one came together. Um, so off the top of my head, I'd probably have to pick that one.
0: All right. So I, I, think, I think what we're going to do is we're going to show the Denver Gold. This Ooh. is... Pretty hard. That goes, that goes pretty hard. I'm Denver. not going to lie. That's pretty dope. So Denver worked on Denver. That's easy enough to remember
4: <laughs>
0: over here. Got me rhyming now. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, let's head over to Lance. Uh, what was your role or the team or teams that you worked on? And same question that we asked Denver, uh, who are you rocking through and through
6: Um So when the project first came out, I wasn't really doing anything like personal projects or even like short uh, graphics at the time. So I just immediately, once the idea came together, started a Google Sheet so we can start naming teams and who is good at creating logos, word marks, uh, courts and jerseys and stuff yourself so we can kind of get organized and get started. Because for this project, we all came together as a group to help make each team the best it could be. Whereas uh, in our previous projects, Everybody would kind of split off and take a team or two and do their own thing. And then we'd all just put it together in one project. So I was just make sure trying to keep the group organized, and make sure we can get started, especially since I don't have anything to do at the time. Um, but then I just kind of worked here and there on some courts. I did the jerseys for the uh, Philadelphia bells and then a few swaps here and there. All
0: right. So we're gonna we're gonna pull up Philadelphia right now. Make sure. But folks see this oh these are tough these are tough i like the colors it's just scream philly to me you know and that's Sixers
3: throwback yep. yeah yeah that, that is probably one of my
0: favorite ones The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL Draft from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest news. And stay tuned for more info about our live NFL Draft coverage. It's pretty dope. Um, I I do want to go back to Nashville also. Because, uh, Denver, you mentioned Nashville notes as well. That's a nice blue, too. But you can already see the differences between the two, um, you know, the colorways. And Nashville is true blue, for sure. Lean, leans into it. I love it, though. Um, yeah. And even, if you will, the different notes of blue. See what I did there? So. Yeah.
4: Ah. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. I already
0: yeah, <laughs> fantastic! I'm a great critic, not a great creator. I can't draw a straight line, but uh. <laughs> um, all right, Seth. How about you? Um, what was your work on the on the project, and uh, which team are you repping if you could buy season tickets?
1: <laughs> so I helped with the Portland Roses uh, jerseys, uh, and then basically did the Cincinnati Majesty word marks uh, branding, and then the court the jerseys and the swaps for them. And then I had helped with Casey making the new template that the jerseys were on for the three graphics we released that kind of mimicked the WNBA's uh, release. And obviously, I mean, I got to pick the Cincinnati Majesty because you got to watch the throne. And uh you know if Cincinnati got any basketball team, I'd be there. I'd be there in a heartbeat. So yeah.
0: I love it. So you're sticking with Cincinnati. That's watch. that's the city to go to for sure. Watch the throne. Hey, yeah. all right. But before you watch the throne, let's head to the roses. Of course, Portland and Roses, that that's a pretty good combination right there. Obviously, even in the NWSL we see them really embrace
1: the
0: thorns yeah yep absolutely um oh man I just love this kind of cream right here and then with you've got the design right there on the belt which we also see in the WNBA actually embrace this year but you mentioned the courts I haven't really been scrolling down you even give us some some uh rookies in the draft that you might pick here I love this uh and this I will link in the podcast but these are the courts mock-ups which is so dope as well we're going to go to salt lake city here this is giving me that gives me a little baseball vibes but i like that i'm a huge baseball fan but that middle diamond is is speaking to me right now um but of course that's playing off of uh slopes if you will and the skiing culture and dana evans all right got dana evans going to the slopes i like it i like it Fantastic. All right, let's see. Who have we not gotten around to? Casey, I don't think we've we've heard from you yet.
4: I mean, I'm a Barry guy, so I got to go with San Francisco probably for the team. Um, but I'm going to say my favorite design would probably be between Cincinnati or Nashville, those are both pretty cool. We had a design for a Bosantine that started to come out, which I liked, but unfortunately you had to scrap it because there wasn't enough for that. Um, my my role on this, unfortunately wasn't too much. I had like my own project working on some unfortunate real life events that happened during this. So I did template work. So I started the, the main template we use on the displays. Uh, Mike, um, sorry, uh, Sun's Phoenix Tracker. Phoenix Suns, uh, you know what I mean. Suns, Sun's Uni Tracker. Uni- He's <laughs> uh,
1: gonna be mad. <laughs>
4: uh, we're like part as a crunch for the NBA Uni Tracker. So, um, he he kind of helped finish that template, and then the the hanger display template that came out for the WNBA release. Seth started it, and I kind of helped finish that. And I also did the the intro graphic that shows all like the twelve jerseys on the little bar with the expansion project that we the, the first graphic we post on like the Twitter post it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's all fantastic. You mentioned the skills. I love this right here. Um, definitely play playful and playing with the, as it says, the Bay right there. Um, Gotta go good the bay, yeah. it. All right. Areya Guilantes from uh so she's going coast to coast in this mock-up. I like it, I dig it. Yeah. St. Louis Spirit, that's pretty hard too. This has like a uh it's almost like um it takes you to a specific time in sports culture when these types of uniforms um were really, you know, the the way that we knew. I like the font here. Uh oh, Ari McDonald! All right, let's go. She's got spirit. That's for dang sure. I mentioned the Huskies. Gotta go with the maple leaf. Can't go wrong. And they're in Toronto, so... Got the blue there. I love this. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Now, football might be over, even though we've got the NFL draft coming up, but we still have NBA action. We still have the NHL in full swing. And on Bet Online, you can also check out awards, TV shows, and reality TV. There are real time updated odds and props for almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores, and odds—it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online—your online sportsbook experts. All right, a walk. Watch- all right they're going with the young gun i love this i love this and you mentioned the top graphic let me just scroll up a little oh that's it, dope
4: it's it, that yeah, it, it might not be on there yeah oh,
0: okay it might not be here i just had to maybe i just want an excuse to look at charlotte real quick but um oh, cool. Cool
4: that. the design too
0: that's pretty dope that is pretty dope and so um I don't know. Ryan, I think you're the only one that maybe hasn't let us know. Who Who are you rocking of the 12 teams? <laughs>
2: uh, the, la- the last two on that behind post are mine. Uh, the Spirit and the Huskies are probably my favorite brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Those are yours.
2: Yeah. Uh, the, as Nick said earlier, the Huskies replaced the Boston Challenge team that we, we had originally talked about doing. And Nick did the logo for the Huskies and – like 12 minutes not actually that (laughs) short it came
4: out quick yeah
1: he literally posted a picture of like a just a piece of paper he's like all right i got four logos
4: yeah (laughs) and then like an hour
1: later he was done
0: that's yeah i love that i mean hey it it got done so you know (laughs) i love it um so Cincinnati, let me show Cincinnati real quick. I don't think yeah,
4: that
0: one. this one's
1: pretty dope. And it's, it's a it's a play on the Royals with the Royals yep. being back. So we we originally had the Monarchs, and then we were like, oh crap, Charlotte had the Monarchs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think or yeah, Sacramento, Sacramento. Sacramento. Yep. Um, and then I think Nick had suggested the Majesty um, as the name, which mm-hmm. we we're like, all right, let's roll with it. Um, and so I really. For those jerseys basically i know that cincinnati has a pretty like german culture to it um even with like fc cincinnati big soccer big soccer city so adding that like bavarian flag to it i thought was a pretty good touch mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah they're, they're all really nice even orlando now we have to be honest pink is not everyone's color it's not always my color <laughs> but when you accent pink i love a a lovely pink and purple combo like i had a prom dress that was different pink and purple so i'm never gonna go against a a nice pink and purple but i also like the flamingo like a flamingo this is very uh um florida like Mm -hmm. through and through for sure um even has some nostalgia for people of a certain age (laughs) you know (laughs) we might think uh, a little Miami vice and stuff like here but which is not Orlando but still Miami in Florida so I like it though. Um, yeah. I think that what's great about what we're seeing with uniforms is that we see teams kind of taking a chance on unique colors as long as they really fit the market. I think about the the Boston Red Sox they just dropped a New Jersey and I saw the color and I was like what the heck? Does this have to do with Boston? Because I'm not from Boston. And then I started seeing people on Twitter. They were like, "Oh, if you know, you know." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, it's the Boston Marathon yeah. finish line. It's because it's a it's a a profound yellow." Uh, yeah. Very, oh yeah. It's like
1: a yellow. Lakers Lakers gold, which is like sacrilegious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, but it's even like a little lighter. a little yeah. white in there, and then like this really strong blue as well. But especially, uh, unfortunately, because of what has happened, um, I guess it was several years ago now, at the Boston Marathon and Boston Strong, that was the perfect color combo to really elevate and recognize that city. And to have a team like the Red Sox, I mean, we're talking Fenway Park, you know, we're talking baseball. It doesn't get more, you know, old school than that. Um, but when it comes to the idea of bringing in the culture of an area while also trying to be innovative and forward thinking, I mean, what is your approach to that? Lance, why don't we start with you um, and, and what do you enjoy about that process?
6: Um, well, for me in this project, I feel like I didn't have uh, too much of that being bringing in the culture. Obviously, I think that was more so on those doing the logos. So Nick, Denver. Uh, jazz uni tracker who isn't here now. Um, but just in terms of being innovative with design, I remember one of the things I wanted to do on the Charlotte court, uh, I wanted to name the courts after somebody. So that court is called the Don Staley court. Um, just trying to do different things and uh, make it as realistic. And as, you know, like you see, you can think, okay, I can actually imagine that in real life.
0: Love it. And so, so, Nick, we'll go to you because it seems like, you know, you definitely had your hand in a few places, including getting Toronto on the board. <laughs> uh, but, but what's your approach to that? I mean, you know, knowing that Toronto has a lot of different um, sports teams but also has its own individual culture, um, you know, what were some of the ways that you tried to incorporate that for Toronto and some of the other teams?
3: Well, I mean, for me personally, it's not – it just as, like, the stuff I do. I do like to bring in – um, a lot of the regional culture into it, um, and for some of the, like, for Cincinnati, I did, I did, I looked at the crown that was on their flag, and I tried to incorporate that, and for, um, and for Charlotte, I tried making, I tried going with the Charlotte Mint, which was um, a very historical building. I'm blanking right now, and I don't know why. But um, for Toronto, we had like it was. It was basically it was going to be the Huskies either way. Yeah. As soon as someone mentioned it, I can't remember who. Uh, wow. It was. It, it was. Husky, it was basically either Huskies or we're not going to do it, but we were, we wanted to do Huskies and I just kind of ran with it. And, um, for that, I, I basically just tried, I basically just tried thinking of something that felt like it belonged in toronto like it was something that you'd be able to identify and see that it's like something you can get toronto from it i guess so i so having the like the winter hats and the maple leaves on top it's you can see it would be from canada um, i also brought in the like the puff of air from the original Uh, Toronto Huskies logo Um, basically just like a nod to the original Um, but uh, just trying to get something from the region and try to connect with the region and like the people is something I always try to do and that's something that I've always really that's something that's an aspect that I've always really really enjoyed with um, with Design and especially with the city, the city editions for the NBA. I've always loved that they did that because I always thought that it was something that can just connect. It, it connects the city to the to the team and the people. It connects basically anyone uh, who's around there, and I always loved that idea. And I've always loved trying to make that and just seeing, and just seeing it work out. And with this project, we I I believe, like with everybody involved, we did a really good job in doing that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I really think you all crushed it. And so, Casey, I want to switch gears a little bit because, you know, I wanted to kind of land the plane on this conversation, thinking about what this could mean for the future, not just for women's basketball, but in sport overall, just being able to be innovative and have Different, not just teams, but even fans and, and other creators be able to bring their thoughts to the table. I mean, uh, big picture, Casey, I'm going to get you first on this one. Um, what if, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you hope uh, people will, will get from this project, uh, the WNBA expansion and project?
4: Well, I guess one thing we gotta be aware of: there's gonna be still some haters. <laughs> it's unfortunate. It sucks in this kind of day and age, especially in the U.S. But for um, for the best that we can do is just kind of show that we support it. and Kind of do this project. I think I think our main basis for the project: we don't care about the views. We care about making a statement for this project. And I think we did that. I feel like we did that great job. People are noticing it. People are gonna see this and kind of start f- putting their focus towards the WNBA. And that's all we kind of want to see is just more support, make it like an equal playground. Unfortunately, it's not always the most equal situation compared to men's and women's. Um, I just hope that interest grows for it. And I I feel like this was a good start for some people to check out and maybe get their hands into it and everything.
0: Seth, I'll come over to you for this. Just uh, what do you hope people get from this project? And uh, what statement are you hoping that it it, uh, brings to the conversation about being creative in sports?
1: Uh, I think that for a lot of the project, we had very intentional thoughts of what we wanted each city to have, what we wanted each city to represent, kind of like the new WNBA jerseys, like we were talking about the Connecticut Sun, um, for example. And just seeing that, especially when Nike took over the NBA with the city and earned jerseys, you're starting to see a lot more innovation with the jerseys and also a lot more just thoughts behind it whether it's like nick said connecting to a city with you know the top hat for the huskies or just finding something that connects the people to the brand or to the team and i think that's one of the goals that we had with this project was okay we're going to do 12 expansion teams we want these to be realistic and for people to see them and immediately connect where it's like i gotta have that team in my area and for people that don't watch the WNBA or you know, might not even like basketball, I know for certain, like Cincinnati has never had really a professional basketball connection outside of the Royals. Seeing the majesty, I I got a couple replies like being like, oh, that would be like, I would get season tickets immediately. And for them, it might just be, they might be a Bengals fan. So, you know, it's immediately connecting with that city. And so I think the statement we made for one is obviously a lot more representation and just exposure to what the WNBA has to offer. And also I think it's just, and what the WNBA did with these New Jersey's designs is, okay, we're actually going to raise the standard to equal of what the NBA has because, you know, so much more money goes into the designs. So much more thought goes into the designs. Whereas with the WNBA had a very basic template for all 12 teams. We wanted to scratch that immediately and be like, nah, like we're going to give each team, three completely unique designs. And I think we did that, which makes a statement of, hey, like, we're here. We're ready to play.
0: The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConforna, and Brian Baldinger. Search The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Bye.
1: You're muted.
0: Yeah, I think you're muted. (laughs) (laughs) I am muted. You know why? It's because I I talk about this on the podcast all the time, so I'm keeping that in for sure. But I have these dudes who, like, come on. They're like, I don't even know. They're four. They're like road runners and motorcycles, and they're just like revving them up on my street. And then to just abruptly cut up, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a mess. All right, well, what I was saying is, uh, well said, Seth, 100% agree with what you were saying. And I wanted to toss it over to Denver and then we'll end with you, Ryan. But thinking about that, about the equity piece, about just even having three uniform designs, is in 2021, is a strive for equity. We start to see women's sports, whether it's hockey, uh, the NWSL also, for the first time, unfortunately, in a lot of these leagues, they're just – now getting two or three designs uh, or two or three uniforms, let alone unique designs for each one. Um, When it comes to the equity piece, Denver, can you just talk about, um, you know, what your hope is uh, that this will be able to do when it comes to just being able to elevate and have a conversation about all basketball uh, that Mm -hmm. all basketball fans can enjoy?
5: Yeah, uh, really it's just, I think the way we kind of approached it was just as a celebration. Uh, of, of what the WNBA has to offer. And as we were working on it, um, more and more news started to come out about uh, what Nike was doing, the new jerseys, the new sets and everything. So really we just wanted to ramp it up and um, kind of just be a part of it. And uh, especially since Nike took over the NBA, um, all these city earned and um, all the NBA jerseys, like new, weird, crazy jerseys every year that are awesome. Um, but we were kind of like, okay, well, like, why isn't this happening for the WNBA? Um, Like there's a need there and um, they deserve it. And kind of like I said earlier, they have like everything going for them except the marketing. And I was listening to um, real ones on the rear. And I think Rajel said, um, like, I love the WNBA. I want to support, but like, you got to give me something that like looks cool to wear, like straight up, if it doesn't look cool, I'm not going to wear it. So I think we just want to like, play a part in that um, whether or not a lot of people see it a little uh, few people see it. Like we just wanted to play a part and adding our voice um, just to bring the WNBA to the forefront, um, especially just as an opportunity where the talent is there, uh, the skill is there, uh, all that is there, but let's back it up um, with the art and the uniforms and um, all, all the cool aspects that, sports and the NBA get just kind of providing that for the WNBA as well um, and doing what we can to just kind of add to that.
0: I love it. I'm definitely here for it. I um, think you're absolutely right. Like there is this growth of basketball in particular that goes hand in hand with culture, with basketball culture that has nothing to do with the game. And so Uh, leagues being able to tap into that and I think other sports are starting to do that as well will only behoove them and I think you're absolutely right to mention that as an important part of the equity piece but Ryan I'm going to close out this conversation with you because it was you and I that got connected in the first place I was like yo Jersey Club what's up what's happening and Ryan's like I got you I got you I got you I got you so uh, your final thoughts on the collection maybe anything that we didn't uh, hit on just yet that you would like to elevate her fans? And then also, um, how can we learn a little bit more and, and follow up on this uh, WNBA expansion collection?
2: Uh, yeah, so just kind of adding on to what Seth and Denver just said, I know Seth said that from the beginning, we wanted to do new jerseys, not just the standard templates. Um, but yeah, like before we even realized that Nike was abandoning the old templates, we were already, we were already moving in that direction. So it kind of worked out well that they did that. Um, And then, something to add, like we're all we're all sports designers, and in the design community, you always see like NBA uniform concepts and that stuff. So like, I guess I just hope that this this project encourages others to do concepts for women's that that kind of stuff, Uh, branch off of like what they normally do, because I know that's what that's exactly what we just did. and then, yeah, as for the rest of the WNBA uh, expansion project, I'm not sure. Does anyone else have anything to add before we end?
1: I was just thinking, like, the first thing I thought of when I scrolled through with the project this morning I was, like, can you think of how many NBA players would, like, walk through, like, pregame with those jerseys on? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. obviously, like, Sabrina, the Sabrina jersey or even the orange hoodie, like, you mm-hmm. saw so many players in the yeah. bubble wearing yeah.
6: that. Yep. And I'm,
1: like, thinking right now, I'm, like, Could you imagine, like, I don't know. um, Steph Curry. Like, Steph Curry walking in with a San Francisco Seals jersey. And you could because the design is so cool, and I think that's one of the goals we have. Okay, we want to design something that goes with the culture and fashion to where it's like I can see someone coming into a game wearing that jersey. And so it's not just like, oh, we'll just do these 12 jerseys that are kind of boring, not risky, and we'll just, you know, put them out. It was like, nah, let's be innovative to, like, have something that is like timeless mm-hmm. and something that's like a fashion piece as well as like a Jersey. Sorry. I'm talking a lot.
0: <laughs> You're, on point. You're on point, Seth. I love it. I love it. Well, um, I would like to thank each of you for your time um, and for bringing your, your creativity, your expertise, your, your fine eye to this design. I, I said, Uh, earlier and i I meant it like right away this popped and i was like i gotta know i gotta know the folks behind this Um, because we talk a lot on locked on women's basketball about a way to grow the game and, and each of you has mentioned in your own way is to you know get people invested in things that are that happen on a court and off the court and part of that is the people it's, uh, you know, the people that are creating it. Um, so I want to thank you all for everything that you do. So I found this at the Jersey Club. So that's at the Jersey underscore club. I will make sure to link to the, uh, the site where I was scrolling through all of the different uniforms and the courts. Um, but again, Ryan, is there anywhere else that folks uh, can follow this project or, or the rest of the creative team?
2: um just just on the twitter like you had said and then our account follows each of our personal accounts so on those accounts as well obviously and then just the the hands page is like the main uh the main project
0: love it absolutely and i love that you gave each of your creators a shout out that is also important you know in these in these (laughs) social media streets we got to make sure we go direct (laughs) to the source we're all uh, leaving. we're all (laughs) leaving. Exactly. I appreciated that. Always got to give credit where it's due. But again, thank you all so much. Uh, And I'm going to be looking forward to what y'all come up with next.
1: Thank you. (laughs) All right.
0: As always, thank you for listening to this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. As you can see well As you can hear, I had a really fun time talking with the crew from the Jersey Club. But if you do want to see this episode, I actually have the full interview up on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. That's Sports Talk with Erica Lindsay Ayala, Sports Talk ELA for short. And you hear me refer to some of the mock-ups. If you haven't seen the designs online, the description is in or excuse me, the the description has the link, but you can also um, watch the full YouTube clip, that link also in the description. But on behalf of Howard Megdall, who comes to you live on Fridays, Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Otterbert, who have the Monday show, I am Erica Lindsay Ayala, and this is Locked on Women's Basketball. Hope you have a great Tuesday. Peace.